0: Hey, it's Nick, and welcome to the first new main weekly episode of 2022 for Tennis Podcast. Before we get to the main episode here, just take a minute, but I wanted to give a heads up to those that may not have heard yet. Brandon announced recently that he is taking a hiatus from the show for a bit in order to focus on his health. He has an ongoing health issue. He's been battling for a while and it's going to be best for him to step away from the podcast to focus on that. So, of course, we support him. I support him 100%. But where does that leave us? Where does that leave Tennis Podcast? The plan right now is for Brandon to return to his Cook host duties as soon as he's feeling better. Now, when will that be? Honestly, I'm not sure. I can't tell you. But he will be back. In the meantime... I've arranged for a rotating panel of guest sidekick hosts to join me for the next several episodes. Every episode will feature a different guest sidekick host, some from my own personal life, some from other well-known podcasts. Before we go any further, I want to encourage you to share your well wishes with Brandon. Let him know you're thinking of him. Let him know that you miss him. You can send us an email at tenishpod at gmail.com or send us a message on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook at TenishPod. Send it there. I'll make sure he sees it. All right, let's get to the show. The top 10 most viewed Wikipedia pages of 2021. Hello and welcome back to the Tennis Podcast. This is your host, Nick Amel, and I'm joined by Brandon. Brandon, how you doing?
1: Not Brandon, but I think I'm doing pretty well.
0: Oh, you're not Brandon. I forgot. Sorry. That's my uh, friend, Buster Wayne, As you just heard, we are uh, rotating guest sidekick hosts this month. The first one, I thought to myself, who's someone that I already know, I already have a rapport with, and most importantly, above all else, he has a microphone for podcasting already. It's my friend, my childhood best friend, my current best friend, the best man at my wedding, Dr. The Esteemed Dr. Buster Wayne.
1: Hey, I appreciate that large, grand entrance you just gave me. I've been brought here to support you today in saying, hashtag nick never
0: forget. No. Okay, well, you've razzled me right off the start. Listen to me. Buster, you've listened to most, if not all, of our episodes, right? I heard of the show
1: once or twice.
0: Great. And you're a doctor of what?
1: I obtained my doctorate last fall. And yep, there we go. I knew that was coming.
0: Sorry, what? Uh, Okay, so uh, Buster's been my best friend for over 15 years. We've known each other since middle school. I thought we could let the listeners get to know you just a little bit for like a minute or two before we dive into today's topic. Buster, where are you from?
1: I am also from Tulsa, Oklahoma, the region of the world from which you and Brandon herald.
0: That's right. And you've never met Brandon in person, have you, actually?
1: I have not, but I've listened to his silky, smooth voice for (laughs) many years, and it has been on my bucket list to meet the man, the myth, the legend, the one that keeps you in check, or at least he tries to.
0: Well, if he's not here to keep me in check, I know you're not going to keep me in check today, so we might be in trouble. But let's move on. Uh, How old are you, Buster?
1: 31 currently. After 30, I kind of forget sometimes. Truly, it's strange. After you get past a certain point in life, you have to really consider how old you are.
0: You're not wrong, but it is nice to talk to someone that was born this millennium. What is your favorite food?
1: Favorite food. Ah, you know, I moved to Wisconsin a couple years ago, and I'd have to say my answer has probably changed to the lemon bars. And I know that's so Midwestern, but sue me. I crave lemon bars like you wouldn't believe. Like a drowning man might crave oxygen, I crave the next time that I can purse my lips around some sweet lemon bars.
0: Jesus Christ. How many lemon bars have you eaten over an airport trash can? Zero. Okay. You know, I've known you a long time, about 15 years. I can't recall you ever once bringing up lemon bars.
1: This is a new thing. It could be a fad, you know, like, I know the listeners might be wondering, what was my answer before? It's very different than lemon bars, and that would be the Vietnamese soup, including noodles and beef broth known as pho. A real
0: 180 there in uh, favorite foods. That's right. I'm going to move on. What is your favorite memory of us? You and I.
1: Favorite memory of us. We spent a lot of our free time as we were growing up making videos and made short yeah. skits. Some of them were short enough to be TikTok videos, 10 seconds long. And then we actually also made videos that turned into full length movies nearly two hours long. And we uh, forced a lot of our friends to get together in a tiny space and watch it like a, a film premiere.
0: Yeah. It might
1: be one of the reasons why they still don't speak to us to this day.
0: <laughs> but the best part of those videos, I, that would be my favorite memory too. But the best part of those videos was uh, we made a lot of money on the Pornhub contract with those.
1: Uh, You know, I might be speaking for Brandon here, but I think that the capital is what allowed you all to start 10-ish podcasts.
0: You're definitely not speaking for me there, so we'll see. (laughs) Well, speaking of Brandon, can you answer me true or false? You, Buster, poisoned Brandon months ago in order to take his spot right now. True or false? False. Now, hang on. Did you? I said true or false. Right. Oh, so it's not true, you're saying.
1: It's not true, no. Okay,
0: wow.
1: You heard me correctly.
0: The next question, is your body controlled by tiny elvish men?
1: My body is not currently being controlled by tiny elvish men inside of me, although there are a lot of processes happening currently inside my mind and body Uh, by which I have never controlled in the 31 years I've been alive on this earth. So who knows? It could be thousands of them in there operating exactly as you and Brandon have detailed in previous episodes.
0: Thousands. I'm picturing billions. There's a, billions. there's a whole Earth's population of elvish men inside you right now, saying, "Get the heartburn ready." And they're you know they're passing the heartburn orders down the line. It'll get to the brain eventually.
1: There's probably at least a couple a couple million in each of my booty cheeks. Yes. You know, <laughs> now,
0: now, now that I think about it. Yeah. Well, that's the other reason I, I asked Buster to sidekick host today. He has got a hell of an ass. For legit hell of an ass. One of his calling cards is that that booty. So I think we're going to hear a booty clapping uh, before the end of this episode, right?
1: I'm going to try. Yeah. If this mic is hooked up correctly, you might hear some clapping and it won't be from my hands, everybody.
0: (laughs) Great. My hands are
1: on the table like someone has just
0: told me, freeze, you're under arrest. Well, that'd be the first time your hands have been on the table this whole episode so far. (laughs) You've been under the table. All right. My last question for you is, are you ready? Are you ready to guess a top 10 list with me today?
1: I am not ready because I have no idea what the list is. And while I did know this recording was coming, I have no preparation because I don't know what the list is. And now I realize how nervous you all must be under the gun (laughs) of the microphone when it comes time to start guessing. So here
0: we go. That is the show. You said you listened. So it shouldn't be a surprise that there's a surprise list coming at you right now. And it is, you know, this is the first new episode of 2022. I thought, what better way to start the year than to look back? at what a glorious year 2021 was. And I thought we could do that by reviewing the top ten most viewed pages on Wikipedia for the entire year of 2021.
1: This is interesting. I haven't visited Wikipedia too much over the last year, year and a couple months. So I'm curious to see what this list turns out to be. And I think I might have a hard time guessing it. So but I'm even gonna...
0: though we're talking about Wikipedia page views, it's really just a measurement of the 10 things people searched for online, really, because Most of the time, the top one or two search results when you search on Google is a Wikipedia page. So it's really just a measurement of things people were interested in looking up, which happened to bring them to Wikipedia. So my source for this, obviously Wikipedia, every year they publish a top 50 report of the top 50 most viewed pages. So I I have the top 25 in front of me and it's pretty simple. This is a measurement of the Wikipedia articles that were viewed the most times during the 2021 calendar year. It is based on global page views, which should be a hint. When guessing, keep in mind events throughout the year that would have given a temporary or sustained boost, no pun intended, to interest in a particular subject. So for example, if there was something major that happened maybe, I don't know, January 6th, 2021, would that have led to an increase in searches online for a particular person or topic or place? That sort of thing. I think you will be able to guess seven or eight of these ten, the Two or three, I might have to give you hints, but I think you'll do fine. With that in mind, I'm ready for you to give your first guess.
1: That was going to be my first self-serving question to try to make this one a little bit easier. Would you say, in general, the top 10 is full of trending topics or some of them are more stable ideas?
0: I'd say it's pretty trending. Topics could be people, places, things, movies, books, pop culture, anything that is on Wikipedia. Nice. By the way, this is the first in the history of the tennis podcast. We're on episode 160. Been doing this almost four years. This will be the first guest in the entire history of the show that's not done by either Nick or Brandon.
1: Oh my gosh. If I didn't have sweat stains <laughs> on my shirt underneath my armpits uh, before you said that, I'd certainly do now.
0: But to be honest, you definitely had it before, too.
1: Now, I know in the 10-ish podcast, you often talk about things that would not or may obviously mm-hmm. not be on the list. So, I'm going to go ahead and guess that something like vanilla ice is not in the top 10.
0: Well, hang on. Let me double check. I don't want to speak out of turn. Hang on. 10, 9. nope, not there. It's not in the top. Huh. It's, okay. Strange. But yeah, vanilla ice narrowly outside the top 10.
1: I'm going to say horses was also not on the top 10. <laughs>
0: Okay. It's going to be for a long episode. Can someone, someone listening check, see if Brandon's ready to come back yet? Let me see. Horses, he says, no. But there is another animal, sort of, in the top 10
1: oh animal interesting it reminds me of jeopardy when when a contestant gives a really dumb answer the way alex trebek would just pause and stare at them for a (laughs) moment and you just felt
0: so bad for him you're talking jeopardy now okay so maybe i am talking to an old man like brandon uh (laughs) so i think you're gonna fit in great give me a guess all right so
1: first guess this this is going out a little bit out on a limb but i'm gonna say TikTok. is that on the top 10 wikipedia pages
0: no it's a it's a good guess it's not though it's and i'm looking at the top 25 it's not in the top 25
1: all right any podcasts on the top 25 any countries
0: no uh the highest ranking country is number 11 the united states
1: the united states where's that i always forget
0: Uh, on a map you mean (laughs) where's
1: that yeah i'm bad with geography
0: Yeah, we'd have to go back and listen to our geography-related episodes to, to find that out. Which you can find at 10 <laughs> Oh, I'm
1: sorry. We're still here? Okay. Yeah. Let's see.
0: I've already done that joke tonight. What
1: about Travis Scott?
0: Another good guess. Uh, and I like where you're going. You're on the right path, but that is not in the top 10. That might have that happened a, too late in the year. Wasn't that kind of recent?
1: Uh, it was definitely at the end of 2021. Yeah. Any music festivals? No. What about Joe Biden?
0: Mr. Joe Biden is in the top 10. Where would you guess he ranks? Let's go number four. Holy shit, you're bad at this. Uh, Joe Biden is number nine in the top 10. For each entry on the list, I have how many page views they received in 2021, the peak event, which means what caused the biggest peak in traffic to their page. And I also have their 2020 ranking. So, Mr. Joe Biden... Allegedly the president of the United States. 18 million page views in 2021.
1: We don't want to get demonetized on YouTube, so we're going to stick with allegedly. (laughs) Demonetized.
0: So 18 million page views last year. He was number five in 2020, so he actually went down a little. Probably not too big surprise, given 2020 had the the bulk of the election bullshit. Uh, But the peak event, the event of the year that led to the most people searching for Joe Biden, was his inauguration on January 20th his alleged mm. inauguration that may or may not have been in front of a green screen, as we all know.
1: Sure, right. Probably just a deep fake anyway.
0: Joe Biden, who, who's that guy, Brandon? Or sorry, see, I've been doing this with a certain someone for a long time. <laughs> right. Buster. Uh, well, then again, you know, there was a conspiracy for a while that I was both Nick and Brandon, and I just changed my voice and layered over the recording. Is it possible I'm doing that with you?
1: As a person who's never met Brandon face-to-face, it still could be the case that you have been operating mm-hmm. a- under both Nick and Brandon, and you got tired of it, 160 episodes, yep. that's like basically 320 if you've been doing double duty, yep. so maybe you're just getting worn out, and Nick can only do Nick now, and now that he has to drop the facade, he's not truly Brandon, we're getting some other co-hosts on here, some, some uh,
0: sidekick hosts, sidekick host. Sidekick
1: host, and we're trying to do you a favor.
0: But this is where you learn, I'm also you, and you just didn't know it till now.
1: Well, I have a lot to go and consider now, so we should probably stop (laughs) the episode.
0: Well, before you go consider, tell me who is Joe Biden in one sentence.
1: Isn't he the newly elected CEO of Wendy's?
0: He is just below that in the pecking order of this country. He's the commander-in-chief, the president of the United States for almost a year now, as at the time of recording this. Wikipedia has a kind of editorial write-up for each of these entries, too, and this is what they say. Compared to the scandals of his predecessor, Biden began his presidency with a high approval rating due to his success with the vaccine rollout in the United States. However, he has since faced controversy over his handling of the fall of cabal, which that has resulted in a dip of his approval ratings. But let's tell you uh, a little bit more about the history of Mr. Biden even before his presidency. He, was a, he is a member of the Democratic Party. He served as the 47th VP under Barack Obama and represented Delaware in the U.S. Senate from 1973 to 2009. By his third day in uh, the U.S. presidency, his orders had included rejoining the Paris Climate Agreement, ending the state of national emergency at the border with Mexico, directing the government to rejoin the World Health Organization. All this commie shit, right? (laughs) And he also made face mask requirements on federal property, measures to combat hunger in the U.S., and revoking permits for the construction in the Keystone XL pipeline. So Buster, you're vehemently against all those policies, right?
1: You know, it's fascinating. A lot of jobs, the first week, the first two, it's just some HR, some paperwork. You get to ease right into the job. The president of the United States, no matter who you are, is not that way. I imagine... And especially Joe Biden. Yes, exactly. Coming off the, uh, the presidency of old Donnie T.
0: It says here in his first two weeks in office, he signed more executive orders than any other president since FDR had in the, their first month. So in his first two weeks, he signed more executive orders than any president since the 30s.
1: And we may not be able to confirm that any of those orders weren't Wendy's related, so I could be onto something with my first guess about who he was.
0: You're right. I can't deny that. It's possible one of those executive orders were, someone get me a fucking Wendy's baked potato now.
1: (laughs) Well, if Donald Trump had a button on his desk that could get him a Diet Coke, I don't think it would be (laughs) out of the realm of possibility that Joe Biden had a Baconator button and still does to this day underneath that crispy old desk.
0: I got to say, I'm on record of being pretty much anti-Trump on everything throughout this podcast. But the one thing that I think was a good idea was the Diet Coke button, because I, <laughs> I would not mind having a Diet I mean, I'd probably die much younger, but I would not mind having a Diet Coke button for a while.
1: If you could put a button on your desk to instantly get any item of your choosing, what would that button bring you?
0: Trillion dollars each time.
1: All right, let's be reasonable. I think I'm going to go with a smoothie, a fresh fruit smoothie.
0: I just feel like you wouldn't do that more than once a day. And what's the point of having a button if you don't use it multiple times a day?
1: Well, think about how annoying it is and all the things that you have to put together, all the accoutrements to make a smoothie. You got to blend it. It's noisy. It's messy. You got to get a big enough straw to bring the fruit trunks, the the chunks of fruit up into your mouth. I mean, if it was just...
0: I don't know how many smoothies you're drinking with fruit chunks, like traveling the straw, but you could also just get a DoorDash from a smoothie place.
1: All right, Mr. Wiseguy. What Isn't is the that just that you're you,
0: pressing a button on the fo- on your phone now?
1: You're acting like you're going to be on a morphine trip hitting that button every 10 seconds. What is it going to be that you're going to be spamming that button for? Well,
0: that's why I want to maximize if I'm going to have a button on a desk, because really, when you think about it, even though I just said I support Donnie T's Diet Coke button, it really is just an asshole move because really you could just send a text or you could, you know, send an email to your staff saying, hey, could I get a Diet Coke, please? Or you could go outside and open the door to the Oval Office, poke your head out and say, hey, I need Diet Coke. But to have a button is like some real rich guy, (laughs) rich guy shit.
1: It is. It's very entitled and lazy and unfortunate.
0: But if I'm going to have a button, I want to make use of it. I wanted to use it more than once a day.
1: It's already been installed in the desk, right? It's like when, when Joe Biden took over, it had, that button was still sitting there. And he had to think, hmm, what would I want to wire that up
0: for? <laughs> That's a great Joe Biden impersonation. Thank and you. you're probably right. I mean, maybe it's tied specifically to Diet Coke to where it's already set up. Maybe he didn't change it.
1: You still haven't answered the question.
0: Maybe gum. Maybe gum. Mm, but then again, gum. I can just have a pack of gum sitting on my desk.
1: I'm going to have to think about
0: this and get back to you next week. Perfect. My last thing on Biden is the New York Times wrote that Joe Biden's weakness is, quote, weak filters that make him capable of blurting out pretty much anything. And just this week that we're recording this, did you see this, Buster, uh, where he uttered son of a bitch under his breath on the mic? I did,
1: and it was funny. I had to laugh.
0: Yeah, I loved it. That's Joe Biden, number nine, God, I almost called you Brandon again, Buster. Who did Joe Biden defeat to become president, allegedly?
1: That would have been old Donnie T, Donald Trump.
0: Do you think the former president ranks higher or lower than the current president on Wikipedia in 2020? I'm going to
1: say higher because of all the drama that happened with him leading up to the inauguration and then how he disappeared, was disbanded from Twitter, and has kind of been in the shadows ever since.
0: So I'm going to say higher than Joe Biden. Wouldn't that go against that, though? Because if he's been in the shadows for a while, there's less people searching for him.
1: Well, because people would be curious about him and want to yeah, know where okay. his whereabouts are and reading up on him.
0: See, this is why I like this show, because there, you got to use some rationale. I like your rationale, but you're wrong. He's number 10, Donald Trump. Mm, however, okay. However, the year prior, 2020, he was number two, which was higher than Biden. He's 10 this year, two last year, 17 million views. The peak was same as Biden, the inauguration which Trump skipped. We'll get to that in a second. After four years of scandals and fake news, the presidency of the Donalds came to an end this year. His claims of election fraud did not turn out well for him as they led the United S- to the United States Capitol attack and Trump's subsequent second impeachment. In fact, Trump is the only federal office holder in American history to have been impeached twice. And he was also banned from every social media platform, including Twitter. I'm going to get some bad reviews from some Trump voters. But that's the Wikipedia write-up. Isn't it
1: strange on the day of a presidential inauguration that people would Wikipedia the person and just start reading about them on that day? They already knew who they were.
0: Well, it's kind of like when you're watching a movie. I don't know if you do this, but I do. You're watching a movie and you see an actor and you're like, huh, haven't thought about that actor in a while. What other? I got to remind myself what movies he's been in or how old is he or who's he married to? I know, that's sort of, so you look them up while you're watching the movie. So if you're sitting there watching the inauguration or you're seeing news headlines about the inauguration, you might do a quick search for Trump or Biden and yeah, land on Wikipedia. True. Use your fucking head, Buster. It's not hard.
1: I'm working on it. Hey.
0: Yeah. You got to ease into this whole sidekick host thing.
1: We're so early in this thing.
0: Yeah. Early and maybe late, depending on how long you last here. You're not just being a sidekick host on the Tennis Podcast right now. In some ways, this is a job interview. You're being judged right now, not just by me, but by the listeners.
1: Well, under these harsh emotional constraints I'm currently experiencing, I'm going to say, I don't want this job, and you can take this interview and (laughs) shove it.
0: (laughs) Well, that's what Trump said when the country didn't want him anymore. I didn't want you guys anyway. He, Trump, skipped Joe Biden's inauguration. He was the first president since Woodrow Wilson to not attend their successor's inauguration. Since leaving office, Trump has frequently teased a presidential run in 2024 do you have uh, legit concerns about his 2024 prospects?
1: I have a lot of concerns about the next election, and I'm not sure what's going to happen. But I've heard that uh, Rick DeSantis from Florida is looking like oh, God. they might go head to head sooner rather than later.
0: I think Ted Cruz will make a run, too. But there's no chance he has. I think by, uh, one or more of Trump's kids will make a run. I think we have not seen the last of a Trump going for the White House, whether or not they win. This is just the
1: beginning, my friends.
0: So a little bit about his presidency. Here's the highlights of Trump's presidency. Other than making America great again, he also ordered a travel ban on citizens from several Muslim-majority countries. He diverted funding towards building a wall on the U.S.-Mexico border, which was never finished. He implemented a policy of family separations for apprehended migrants. He reacted slowly to the COVID-19 pandemic, ignored or contradicted many recommendations from health officials in his messaging, and promoted misinformation about unproven treatments and the availability of testing. Nah. My last two notes here is not about his presidency, but about his business acumen. He and his businesses have been involved in more than 4,000 state and federal legal actions, including six bankruptcies. Buster, that's How's that compare to your legal actions and uh, bankruptcies, more or less? I think that's about
1: 6,000 more bankruptcies than me. Okay. But hey, he's a self-made guy. Every one of those pennies he has ever made, every dollar has been hard-earned, pulled himself up by his bootstraps.
0: <laughs> yes, the, the, the infamous bootstraps. For more on the Life and Times of Trump, you can listen to our tenish Pod Plus exclusive Venice episode called The Life and Times of Donald Trump, where me and Brandon went deep into Trump's history, weird quotes, all that shit. It's worth a listen if you enjoy Trump shit talk. But let's move away from Trump and Biden. Let's move away from U.S. politics. Those are the only two U.S. politicians in the top 10. Give me another guess.
1: If we're talking individuals, people, how many other people are on the list?
0: Let's see. We got number seven, six, three, uh, four more people.
1: Four more people. Are any of them entertainers?
0: No, but they've done stuff in entertainment.
1: Fascinating. But they're not politicians.
0: No, but uh, well, oh, one okay. kind of one kind of is, or two are.
1: I have a guess. Elon Musk.
0: Elon Musk. He's number three in the top ten. Knew it. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Whoa. 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 We did not talk about you. You're supposed to be stealing Brandon's jokes, not mine. You don't make jokes. The host is still here. Sidekick host is where we need help. But listen, Elon Musk is number three. He didn't rank in 2020. This might be his first year in the top 10. He had 26 million views last year. And the peak event in all of world events and happenings and trends of 2021 was his Saturday Night Live appearance on May 9th, which led to the biggest bump in his traffic.
1: Oh, that's right. I forgot he was on SNL.
0: Yeah, he was dressed as Wario, maybe. Elon Musk is the founder, CEO, and chief engineer at SpaceX. He's also a listener of the show. He's an early stage investor, CEO, and product architect of Tesla, Inc. He's the founder of The Boring Company. Uh, wait, I thought you were the founder of The Boring Company, Buster. <laughs> uh, he's also the co-founder of Neuralink and OpenAI. He has an estimated net worth of around $243 billion. <laughs> jesus christ as of january 2022
1: <laughs> there's not many people that when you read their net wealth as a number out loud it's followed by an exasperated jesus christ <laughs> right
0: it says here he's the wealthiest person in the world so he must have recently overtaken uh, jeff bezos on that
1: yeah it's been neck and neck for over the last year and jeff bezos is going to be another one of my guesses later on down the road
0: okay well save that Musk has been criticized for unorthodox and unscientific stances and highly publicized controversial statements. From the Wikipedia editors, they say, quote, I must be alone in not wanting to hear as much as humanly possible about this man, though if you couldn't tell from the fact that this is the third most viewed article this year on the seventh most viewed website on the entire internet. In 2021, Musk was selected as Time's Person of the Year. Time Editor-in-Chief Edward Flesenthal wrote that Person of the Year is a marker of influence and few individuals have had more influence than Musk on life in Earth and potentially life off Earth, too. However, The Guardian wrote that Musk is the worst choice ever for Time Person of the Year. Buster, what's your uh, hot takes on Elon Musk?
1: I don't know if it's a hot take more so than being amicable about the situation like Elon Musk or not for his personal antics and his goofy personality, it's hard to say that any one individual has had as much impact on both technology and the possible inhibition of climate change when you think about how much and how quickly he's ramped up the interest in electric vehicles and the production of them. That's true. How many Teslas are being made right now and how it's inspiring the market and the market's doing a full 180 on electric vehicles. I mean, one of the big commercials now for the Ford F-150. Something I didn't know that I would see this early on or maybe even yeah. ever is that they now have an electric version of the Ford F-150. If there was a model that I thought was last going to be converted to electric, it'd be that one. So mm-hmm. he's had a huge impact and he is a goofy guy. I've watched him on several podcasts and no question he's intelligent and incredibly smart and he has his own funny type of sense of humor. But yeah, some, some of his stuff it can be a little rough around the edges for sure.
0: I think that's a good summary, and I'd add that he seems to have just kind of bought into his own brand a little bit too much, you know?
1: He likes the smell of his own toots.
0: (laughs) The PG version of the more common (laughs) saying. But he has become such a pop culture figure and icon that it's easy to forget or underestimate his mostly positive contributions to humanity. Well, I have mixed feelings on Musk, but this made me Feel something for him. I, re- I read this from Wikipedia. It's made
1: me feel something. That sounds oddly sexual, and I like it.
0: You're going to fit right in, Buster.
1: I'm sitting on bated breath hearing what you're about to say.
0: This is going to take a sharp turn. He met his first wife, Canadian author Justine Wilson, while attending Queen's University, and they married in 2000. He contracted malaria in 2000 while on vacation in South Africa and almost died. In 2002, their first child, son, Nevada uh, Alexander Musk, died of sudden infant death syndrome at the age of 10 weeks. After his death, the couple decided to use IVF to continue their family. They had twins Xavier and Griffin in 2004, and they had triplets. God, that's my fucking worst nightmare, having triplets. Uh, Kai, Saxon, and Damien in 2006. They divorced and share custody of their five sons. So, I didn't know that about the sudden infant death syndrome, and he almost died of malaria. So, I don't know. There's that. Did you know any of that? I did not know
1: any of that. I thought the child that he had either a year or two ago with Grimes was his first child, so... I thought so, too. Totally new news to me.
0: Yeah. And five sons. What is the new child a, a boy? Do you know?
1: I do not know. They, I think their it might name, be. Their name could be confused with the next production
0: rocket for SpaceX. Oh, that's right. That's right. So, I'm not really sure what the gender is. Well, it's shame on you for even trying to assume their gender buster, you fucking idiot. You fucking selfish son of a bitch.
1: Forgive me, forgive me, forgive me.
0: Something else I didn't know. Apparently, Musk stated he has Asperger's syndrome. Did not know that either.
1: I believe that. I believe it. What's the longest synchronous interview you've seen with him?
0: I don't know if I've ever watched more than like a couple minute clip.
1: Yeah, he's he's very interesting and the way his mind thinks is very segmented and so... That's why I think if people gave him a little bit more time, I'm not saying you have to love the guy, but you can at least appreciate the complexity of like this overflowing intelligence with a personality that, you know, it's like trying to it's trying to fit, trying to put a bowling ball through a guard nose. How can you relate when your brain is zooming
0: that fast? How can you... God damn, we get it, Buster. You fucking love him. Jesus, how many <laughs> tattoos do you have of him? I feel like... You could correct me if I'm wrong. I'm making assumptions here, and I know what happens when you assume, but correct me if I'm wrong. It could be like... Uh, talking to me on the pod here is a lot like talking to someone with overflowing intelligence and their mind's just going so fast, it's hard to keep up. Uh, would you say it's no, similar? No.
1: Similar in the fact that talking with you is kind of like uh, trying to get a pebble through a giant <laughs> tunnel. I mean, it's like you're just kind of waiting for something. You think you see something coming down the roadway there, and you might be waiting a long time for that pebble to roll through. Wow. Okay.
0: You know, I thought you were going to go with, uh, it's like a kidney stone through a urethra or something like that. That would have been better. But you'll, you'll work on it.
1: I've never had to experience that and I hope to never to. It makes two of us, brother.
0: That's Elon Musk. There's three more people in the top 10 you want to try to... N- Let's knock out all the people before we get to the other stuff. These you'll have a harder time with. You've definitely heard of them, but they're not going to be top of your mind as an American.
1: Give me some hashtag Nick Hints.
0: Uh, one of them's dead. He died in 2021. Oh. Because he was like 6,000 years old.
1: Hmm. Who died being extremely old in 2021?
0: There was some photos that went viral not long before he died. I think Brandon and I may have talked about it on the pod where he looks like a fucking vampire in the back of a car.
1: Oh, that's right. I was going to say, his, his name's not Prince William, is it?
0: No, uh, that's one of the other royal assholes. This is Prince Philip, Duke of Edinburgh. Or Edinburgh, uh, who gives a shit? Edinburgh? I mean, that sounds right, but this doesn't look how it's spelled.
1: God, after 160 top 10 lists, you're still uncultured (laughs) as hell.
0: To be fair, there's a couple that weren't a top 10 list. Some were top 9, top 11, top 7.
1: Okay, top (laughs) 10-ish.
0: Okay, thank you. That, That, I'll concede. Prince Philip is below Elon Musk, but above Joe Biden and Trump. He's number seven. Seventh most viewed Wikipedia page of 2021. 19 million views. Uh, He did not rank in 2020. So why did he rank in 2021? Well, it's because his ass died. Let me tell you a little bit about him. Uh, He died on April 9th, by the way, which is his peak search event. And if you had had a picture
1: of yourself taken like that that goes on the internet, you bet your ass, you're getting featured on Wikipedia and people are going to see that.
0: Yeah, but the good news is, Based on the look on his face, he had no fucking clue what was going on. He didn't know what year it was. He didn't know people were taking photos of him. He didn't know that photo went anywhere. So he could die blissfully happy. And if anyone doesn't know what I'm talking about, I'll put a link in the show notes. But you can also just do a quick Google search. And you should do it right now too, Buster. (laughs) No, I've I've
1: seen it many times before. The memes that circulated that month were gold. Let's see. What should people search?
0: Prince Philip dead is what I searched. And he does look dead when he was still alive.
1: One reason people might visit Wikipedia after seeing that photo is trying to grapple with and understand truly what type of lifespan would give someone that type of gaunt, haunted look on their face.
0: (laughs) Well, there's definitely theories that he was already dead when the photo was taken and he was propped up for appearances. He definitely looks like it. No offense to Prince Philip. I know he's a listener of the show, even in death, but not his best look. But before that, he was the grand old Duke. He died in April. He was Queen Elizabeth II's consort for 69 years. He was entitled to a state funeral, but in typical no-nonsense style. He said he did not want to make a fuss. Throughout his life, Philip was the definition of duty. He put aside his naval career to become what one could kindly unterm the world's most professional house husband. He worked to make his wife's job as fruitful as possible while standing literally in her shadow for longer than most people are alive. Besides standing loyal to the crown, he was a keen pilot uh, and a patron of around 800 charities. So I'll pause there. We just gave this guy a bunch of shit for his appearances, but it sounds, from what I read there, it sounds like he's a pretty okay guy.
1: <laughs> I said it once before and I'll say it again. Forgive me, forgive me, forgive me. Now I feel riddled with guilt.
0: Well, he may have been bad too. Who knows what scandals he had, like Prince Andrew right now. Sure, I don't know anything about like the royal family. I literally know nothing about royal family in England other than what I read on Wikipedia for this episode. So forgive me, UK listeners. I don't know anything about this guy other than the meme and these notes.
1: Sounds like a pretty stand-up guy, but his last days were not uh, his best looking ones.
0: He was also known for his verbal gaffes, including telling a photographer to "Quote: Take the fucking picture."
1: He's known for that. He's known for shouting something that I think millions of people around the world shout every day. <laughs> I, I, this guy must. I have, know I
0: shouted it today.
1: This guy must have been pretty vanilla, otherwise, just sitting there in his wife's shadow, like I'm gonna donate some more goddamn money today.
0: <laughs> he does. He does look like he's the type that even when like giving to charity, he's cursing mid donation.
1: He's one of those people that, as they're clicking the donation button, they're already figuring out how exactly that's going to benefit them as a tax write-off.
0: Buster, you're a fool if you think this guy's ever clicked anything on a computer before. That's true. This guy doesn't know how to turn on a computer, guarantee it. But I get the spirit of your point. I want to tell you about his own religion that is based on him. Now, he didn't didn't find this religion, but there's a religion called the Prince Philip Movement. It's a religious sect by the Castome people around the villages of Johannan and Yakul and the southern island of Tana. You're doing a
1: great job on those pronunciations. In
0: Vanatu. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate it. That's why you're here, to compliment me.
1: I come to the Tinnish podcast for a truly well-rounded, well-spoken history lesson.
0: Oh, really? I thought you were just here so I could have someone to make fun of. Hmm. Well, I'll have to remember that. According to ancient Johannan tales, the son of a mountain spirit traveled over the seas to a distant land. There he married a powerful woman and in time would return to them. The people of Yo- yohanan and Takal, Takal area believe in the divinity of Prince Philip. They had seen the respect accorded to Queen Elizabeth by the colonial officials and concluded that her husband, Prince Philip, must be the son referred to in their legends. And many of the tribesmen believe that while his body lies at rest, the duke's soul will soon return to its spiritual home, the island of Tana. Now, Buster, I know you converted to this religion long ago. Can you tell us what it's like? It's great.
1: I mean, I did, I did not have a lot of direction and belonging before in my life, uh-huh. like a caste wayward youth, but once I got into the brotherhood, the religion of Prince Philip, it, it gave me some, a real renewed sense of purpose in my life, and you know, I have a new compass now, and yeah, I can tell you exactly where it points, to freedom.
0: <laughs> Interesting take there. I like how you had to make it all about you, even when talking about some religion for Prince Philip, but there's two people left. In this top ten, and one of them is directly related to the person we just talked about.
1: Prince Philip.
0: Would it be Prince Harry? You just assume it's a man, don't you? You sexist pig. So it's not a man. Hey, go with your compass that you just talked about. What is the compass <laughs> telling you?
1: Queen Elizabeth?
0: Queen Elizabeth II. Where does she rank on this list?
1: I'm going to say numero cinco, number
0: five. Uh, she's number two. Whoa, that. the highest ranking ever. The prior year she was number nine. She had a big jump, up to 27 million page views in 2021. And it's because of Prince Philip dying. That's that event, his death, led to a lot of additional page views for the Queen.
1: Interesting, interesting.
0: Now, while a certain Netflix series, The Crown, helped secure the royal family's position on this list, to not air a new season in 2021, several notable events have occurred this year to secure Her Majesty's position this high in the top ten. The biggest of them is the death of her husband, we just talked about. She also reigns over one less nation than she did the prior year, as Barbados abolished its monarchy to become a republic. I'm sure you already knew that though, right?
1: Well, after being about 140 years old, I can only imagine that your grip (laughs) loosens just a little bit and she lost one territory and that's okay, we forgive her. Speak for yourself.
0: Listen to this. This is a direct paste from Wikipedia. Elizabeth is the longest-lived and longest-reigning British monarch, the longest-serving female head of state in history, the oldest-living and longest-reigning current monarch on Earth, and the oldest and longest-serving incumbent head of state. She's old! Let's just sum it all up. She's old as shit. How <laughs> old is she? hundred? She's at least a hundred, I think. It's possible she's dead, too, and they just keep propping her up in public. She's... 95. She'll be 96 in
1: April. Wow. She's super impressive, though. I don't know too much, admittedly, about Queen Elizabeth. Her being number two on this list is a a total shock to me out of left field, but anytime I do hear things about her and and I've not seen the crown, but her life is super interesting. And and the fact that she's been there that long, I mean, it's fascinating. Mm
0: -hmm. It's historic. I don't know much about her either, but this made me appreciate her. It says Since Elizabeth rarely gives interviews, little is known of her personal feelings. She has not explicitly expressed her own political opinions in public, and it is against convention to ask or reveal her views. So she's been in the public eye for, what, almost 100 years? She's been a prominent figure in the entire world for almost 100 years, and very little is known about her, and she doesn't speak up about her political opinions. Wow. I respect that.
1: I think American politicians could take a note or two from Queen Elizabeth. Uh,
0: Elizabeth or Trump. Take your pick. (laughs) A lot of the American Republicans tend to go on the Trump side. Last note, she's a patron of over 600 charities and organizations.
1: 200 less than her husband, who was just sitting at home counting the money.
0: And 400 less than me, but that's all right. Can't expect everyone to live up to that standard.
1: Mm. Hmm. Very thoughtful.
0: Thank you. The one remaining person on this list, I bet you've heard of them, but I do not think you'll guess them. Okay.
1: Give me one hint, maybe two, and then just give it to me if I can't.
0: International sports star.
1: Cristiano Ronaldo. Yes,
0: there you go. Okay. Oh. How much do you know about this guy?
1: I know that he's the... Okay, I don't know. I think hmm. that he might be the highest paid athlete in the world currently. He is a soccer player. I don't know for exactly what team.
0: Soccer? I'm, whoa, whoa, whoa. Sorry, sorry, soccer? sorry. Soccer?
1: Football. Thank you. Yes, right. He's a football player, and he is good looking as all get out. I mean, undeniable. If my wife left me tomorrow and I asked her for who, and she said Cristiano Ronaldo, I couldn't even hold it against her.
0: Interesting. Okay, you got a free pass, Holly. You heard it here. You're good to go. Cristiano Ronaldo. Why Ronaldo. Whatever. Why is he way up here with these uh, global politicians and Elon Musk, the person who's like brought us Tesla? Why is he way up here, uh, Buster?
1: I think because he's good looking and he's an amazing soccer player and maybe there were some contract negotiations or maybe it was the fact that he became the highest paid player in the world. You nailed it. One thing we haven't talked about yet, what number is he? You haven't given me a chance to guess in a bit and I'm going to guess that Sir Cristiano... Sir oh, Cristiano, okay. can
0: you speak English? Have you spoken it before? <laughs> Ronaldo
1: is coming in at number four. Six, mm. Six.
0: Knew Six. It. Sounds it's like sex, which apparently you want to have with Cristiano but I, I don't blame Easily. you. It's fine. It's fine.
1: Can you imagine sleeping with someone that rich and they not give you a little bit of money? I mean, come on. Yeah, you're getting out of there with at least a couple of
0: grand. Right, and he doesn't even notice it. It's just, like, falling out of his pockets. Sure. Because he's got to stuff all that money somewhere. Well, he uh, this sports star, the only athlete in the top 10, he wasn't even on the 2020 list. He's way up here because of one of the things you said, which is a contract negotiation. On August 27th, he peaked because of an announcement of a Manchester United deal. At the age of 36, he's still one of the beautiful game's best, breaking many records regarding... Goals scored and games played, and made headlines upon his signing with Manchester United, marking a return to the team of his breakthrough nearly 20 years prior. 2022 has another important landmark for Ronaldo. Is it Ronaldo or Rolando? Ronaldo. I have it it both ways, somehow.
1: I think it's pronounced McDonald.
0: (laughs) Christian McDonald. Got it.
1: Cristiano Ronaldo.
0: McDonald, got it. In 2022, Ronald McDonald, Ronaldo (laughs) McDonaldo, he will qualify his Portugal to the World Cup and put him among the select few who appeared in five tournaments. I don't know what any of this shit means, just so (laughs) clear. Uh, He's one of the world's most marketable and famous athletes. He was ranked the world's highest paid athlete by Forbes in 2016 and 17. It's funny because this guy is so famous, so known, so rich, and obviously he's known in the US, but... I don't think he's on any, like, typical American's top 10, like, name 10 athletes. I don't think he'd be in the top 10.
1: Unless you're super big into soccer or football, you know, if you watch right. it a lot. And even people who don't watch the sport regularly, they know about Ronaldo.
0: He is the first footballer and the third sportsman to earn over a billion U.S. dollars in his career. Doesn't say who the others are.
1: Over a billion. That's pretty close to Elon Musk, right?
0: <laughs> uh, let's see. Elon Musk is valued currently at $243 billion.
1: Okay, pretty close. They're neck and neck.
0: Yeah. Although, should an athlete be as close to, like, the person who founded SpaceX and Tesla? I don't know. Maybe he <laughs> you should know. have
1: scored one more goal. Maybe we'd be a little bit closer.
0: Well, how many goals did Elon Musk score? Exactly. Six. You got number one, four, five, and eight left. Let's recap real quick.
1: Oh, so you get to make the rules now. Okay.
0: I do make the rules, idiot. It's my fucking show. You got number 10, Donald Trump. Number 9, Joe Biden. You're missing 8. 7 is Prince Philip. 6 is Cristiano Ronaldo McDonald. You're missing 5. You're missing 4. 3 is Elon Musk. 2 is Queen Elizabeth. And you're missing 1. Now, I'll give you a hint. Do you want a hint or do you want me to just let you go? You, you have any all guesses?
1: Hinty-winty.
0: Something pretty similar to Mr. Ronaldo.
1: Another athlete.
0: No, there's no more people. No more people in this list. Uh, okay. This is a something. World Cup. I don't know. What is this?
1: I don't know. what, what the is What it? is
0: the U- UEFA Euro 2020? No, that's got to be a cup of some sort. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I think that,
1: that's probably an international soccer competition or tournament.
0: Football. Yeah.
1: Football, yes.
0: It's number eight. Really? The EUFA? No, UEFA. Euro 2020. All the like international people are fucking yelling at me right now. They've unsubscribed. They've already unsubscribed
1: and they said, you know, we're going to catch 10-ish podcasts on another episode. I'm done with this shit.
0: (laughs) I'm sorry. My specialties are peanut butter as water, uh, Seinfeld. I I, I don't know anything about football, but I'm going to... Stephen King. Stephen King,
1: yep. And requesting Snapchat pictures of other people's cats.
0: Now that, hey, you just stumbled upon my number one.
1: So hopefully in Nick's notes, you can actually recap for us what the UEFA 2020 is.
0: Uh, Very briefly, it had 18 million views last year. Its peak event was the final round of groups B and C in June. The England men's national football team, also known as just England, they made it to the final, not having gone that far in competing since they won the World Cup in 1966. With a bit of national pride from having decent vaccine rollout, little else to care about and a brain on sports in anticipation of the Olympics, football fever took over the nation. They thought it was coming home, but it instead went to Rome in the first of Italy's perhaps surprising sporting victories that year. And it was, again, the dreaded penalties that spelt England's fall.
1: Okay, so it was a European soccer championship.
0: Yeah, I think it's part of the World Cup somehow. Maybe. I haven't watched the World Cup. I haven't watched a minute of the World Cup in my life. But I'm sure it's great.
1: Football fans, you're going to have to leave us some tips in the comments.
0: So, you just need three left. Before I give any more hints, give me just some guesses. Think about it. What, what comes to mind as happening in 2021?
1: This is probably not something that people are going to Wikipedia, but coronavirus or COVID-19?
0: It was definitely in the top 10 in 2020, but not in 2021.
1: Hmm. I'm thinking about topical things that happened.
0: Think pop culture.
1: Pop culture? Super Bowl? No. Hmm.
0: Although Tom Brady was number 22.
1: Okay. This is the type of thing that when you tell me I'm going to say, of course, but right now I'm blanking. Now that the spotlight's on me.
0: Listen, I think last, I've mentioned this thing to you before, and when I did, you told me you had not watched it.
1: So it's a show or a film. Oh, Squid Games. Squid <laughs> Squid Game, singular. Squid Game,
0: sorry. So let's redo that. Oh, no! Listen. Squid Game. That's not how it works. You, you do the editing and then you can redo it. Until then, it's staying in. Squid Game, where does it rank on this list?
1: Number four.
0: Wow. Everyone give it up for Buster. Knew it. Sidekick Coast and Training, number four. Although it's number one on Netflix, more on that in a moment. It's number four. Its debut on this list, obviously, didn't exist before this year. It had 23 million page views on Wikipedia and it Uh, Its peak event was October 3rd, the day it broke Netflix records. The series Squid Game revolves around a contest where 456 players, all of whom are in deep financial debt, risk their lives to play a series of deadly children's games for the chance to win what is equivalent to $3.8 US dollars. The title of the series draws from a similarly named Korean children's game. Side note, you should watch the show, it's very good. The director, or maker... Conceived of the idea based on his own economic struggles early in life, as well as the class disparity in South Korea and capitalism. Following its release on Netflix in September, less than a month later, it had already become a worldwide phenomenon, gaining critical acclaim and bringing worldwide media attention to the majority of its cast. It has since become the top viewed Netflix program in 94 countries, and it has surpassed Bridgerton as the most watched show in Netflix history which is another top 10 list I want to do someday. Uh, I have more notes, but I'll pause there. Why aren't you on the Squid Game train?
1: I cannot remember. You think you're better than us? I remember being really busy or distracted with something that was going on in life. I don't remember exactly when it came out. And I thought it looked interesting, but I just never got the chance to watch it. And then, you know, it comes out of of the news cycle and you kind of forget about it.
0: Yeah. Well, look, it's not the best show I've ever watched, for sure. It's probably not even in the top five, but it's very entertaining for what it was, uh, and I recommend it. According to Bloomberg News, by October 2021, Netflix estimated that Squid Game had generated nearly 900 U.S. million dollars in value based on extended viewer data. It cost just 21 well quote just 21 million to produce, so they spent 21 million dollars to produce this show. And Netflix is saying it generated $900 in value. Wow. So pretty good return there.
1: Good return on investment.
0: That's Squid Game. And the memes are pretty good too.
1: My outsider perception of it, without watching it, is that it's kind of Hunger Games for people that were in debt and they had to hurt each other or possibly even kill each other to win. So how off is my perception?
0: Pretty close with some differences. The spin on it though is they're playing like children's games. Like, red light green light for example you know you stop on red and go on green but don't if you give mess me spoilers. up then you're not gonna want to mess up just leave it at that that's how it is on this show oh it's fucking too late then we better start over <laughs> okay you ready let start over right now it's nick here inviting you to join our tennis pod army of misfit toys by adorning yourself in our official tennis podcast merchandise Go to TennisPod.com slash merch now for our newest designs, including Peanut Butter is the New Water, the tennispod Pod Retro logo, Brandon's Body Elves, Dr. Phil, and much more. In fact, if you don't go check out this new merch, then just go ahead and unsubscribe shirt. Yes, a shirt saying that is available too. All designs are available in multiple shirt colors, sized for both men and women. We also have mugs and stickers too. So what are you waiting for? A licking machine shirt? Well, we have that too. So get your ass over to TennisPod.com slash merch now. That's one zero i s ishpo dcom slash M-E-R-C-H. Branding! You should, instead of starting over, give me a guess for number five. Let's save one for last. You're missing okay. five and one. Five is something else in the pop culture entertainment. Realm.
1: You know, I'm pretty proud of myself because you all get mad at one another when you accidentally guess number one up top or early on. And I have saved it for last. So, you know yes. what? Mm.
0: You saved it for last. Uh huh. On a dance
1: in the end zone. That's right. On purpose. This whole thing has been manufactured.
0: You're starting to sound like Brandon now. He talks about being a factory. <laughs>
1: is, it, is this <laughs> another show or movie?
0: It is a movie. And the fact that it's number five is impressive considering how late in the year it came out.
1: Okay, so it came out near the end of last year. It's not Dune, is it? No. As a person who did not make it to the movie theater, I think, at all, in 2021, we did a lot of home early renting and buying. hmm Hmm. Do you think I've seen this film?
0: You know, normally, I would have said, you've absolutely seen this, like, if you asked me this a few years ago, but this particular year, well, you know what, if you haven't been in the theater, then I don't think you could have seen it, actually, so.
1: What's the genre or who stars in it?
0: Tom Holland. Oh,
1: Spider-Man Far From Home. No Way Home. No Way Home. Even I knew that. There's a clue that I have not seen it.
0: It's funny because Buster here used to be as into like the Marvel movies as anyone I knew. But the last few years, that's kind of waned on you.
1: It has. It has waned on me like my last name. <laughs> <laughs>
0: wow. See, this is synergy right here.
1: It has. I, I still love graphic novels. I love comic books, even though they it can be somewhat of a predictable story arc. And I did love the Marvel Universe. I was right there on board for every single film. I was tearing up an Avengers Endgame nerd. when Iron Man was having his funeral. Spoiler alert to everybody. Sorry, if you haven't seen it. I haven't seen it. But eventually over time, it just got to be too much where I go to each like midnight showing or early showing at a theater And I just kind of walk out being like, yeah, that's exactly what I expected. And so eventually I I kind of stop. A few of them will still grab me like Guardians of the Galaxy. But overall, I think I've kind of stepped away from the the grind of every new Marvel movie or show.
0: And one thing about Marvel, which is both a good and a bad thing, is once you step out, if you miss a few years, it's really hard to get back in. Because you've missed so many movies and or shows that, you know, there's kind of a barrier to entry there. Like say you've never seen a Marvel movie and you want to start getting into it. I mean, the good news is you're going to have years worth of shit to watch. The bad news is you have years worth of shit to watch. So, I don't know. I haven't seen a Marvel movie since The First Avengers.
1: My one exception is I did watch through WandaVision on Disney Plus last year, and that that was an excellent series. Really enjoyed That's what I've it. Heard. And enough people told me you have to give it a chance. They knew I was kind of getting soft, getting a little cold on the marvel universe took a chance plunged right in and loved wandavision it was a it was a good mix up from the usual pedigree and i really liked it
0: you took a chance huh like some people might say i took a chance with that new career or i took a chance and moved to the other side of the world you took a chance and watched i did show
1: i was an intrepid voyager i was I was on my own doing independent thinking and I said, well, you know what it's like, like after a busy, crazy week, you've got four free hours, you and the missus, you finally get a couple hours and you're like, "Ah, what would we like to do? Well, that's valuable time. And if you're watching something and you're like, this is utter shit, then you wasted it.
0: Well, and it's not even that it's shit. It's not like I think Spider-Man is going to be shit. I'll bet I would enjoy it if I made myself watch it. But it's like, it's fucking like almost three hours and like, I don't know you know? I, and
1: there's 30 movies. There's 30 of them you'd have to watch yeah. to bring everything home.
0: So anyway, I know most people listening probably love these movies. So, And I don't hate the movies. I just am not interested enough to go out of my way to see them. I don't
1: hate I them. do love Tom Holland uh, as Spider-Man. Really enjoyed him in the movies that I have seen him in. Yeah. Great casting.
0: Hell of an ass too. Mm. Well, this movie, number five, 21 million page views on Wikipedia. Its peak, obviously, December 17th when it was released theatrically. Think about that. This movie was released two weeks before the end of the year, and it made it to the top five of all Wikipedia page views. 21 million page views just on Wikipedia. That's not including everywhere else. It gets traffic on Google and on every other website.
1: I heard it was really good. So I guess people were just walking out of the theater so hyped they had to read about it and get some background information.
0: Well, I'm going to tell you a little bit about that hype. Uh, it's undoubtedly the most anticipated movie of 2021 and the final film in John Watts' Marvel Cinematic Universe uh, Spider-Man trilogy, which wraps up the character arc for Tom Holland's Peter Parker, which began way back in 2016 with Captain America: Civil War. After months of intense anticipation, it was released in the U.S. at least on December 17th, and in addition to scoring some of the best reviews of any MCU film, it was the first post-COVID blockbuster to pass the one billion dollar mark at the global box office, and in fact. As of the time we're recording this, it's the sixth highest grossing film of all time, and I've seen some reports suggesting it might climb all the way up to the number one spot. Uh, which, considering COVID, and you know, this was all happening during the Omicron spike, that's pretty impressive. It may be not well advised, but impressive for, for Marvel. Lastly, a sequel is already in development, though whether Holland will return is still unclear, because he has said he's unsure if he wants to continue the Spider-Man role.
1: Looks like we're going right back to good old faithful Toby Maguire.
0: Hey. I think I'd rather watch the original Spider-Man from two thousand two before I watched the No Way Home. Just out of nostalgia.
1: Have you seen the meme of the three different Spider-Man actors, how they react to paparazzi? It's the best.
0: Oh that I haven't I thought you were gonna say how they recreated that meme of Spider-Mans pointing at each other.
1: No no no. If the listeners haven't seen it, just Google real fast. I think I saw it on TikTok originally. But it's all three Spider-Man actors reacting differently to the paparazzi. It's like a six-second video.
0: It's worth it. Well, I'm doing it now.
1: Toby Maguire looks like he's on the verge of committing homicide.
0: Well, it's 17 seconds here, so let's see. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Toby! <laughs> Come on!
1: <laughs> he looks pissed.
0: Christ almighty.
1: (laughs) You would have thought the family was halfway through the Thanksgiving lunch prayer and the paparazzi just busts in, cracks the table in half and starts taking pictures the way he gives that scowl. All
0: right, I will share a link to the 17 second video in the show notes of this episode. It is worth watching. But okay, we finally made it to our last spot. Now, This is one, uh, number one on the list, is one that you won't guess, I'm pretty confident. However, once you hear it, you'll be like, of course. Okay. Of course that's number one. So there's my hint.
1: Can you read me some of the facts or figures associated with the item or thing that might help me guess it?
0: Sure. It was number three in 2020, although most years it's number one. Is it a holiday? No, but you're kind of in the right realm of thinking it has nearly calendar. sort of yes and no
1: does it have something to do with horoscopes no planet alignment seasons
0: do you really think that shit would be number one above everything else we've talked about (laughs) fucking horoscopes wikipedia (laughs) all right here's another hint what do dmx and prince philip have in common
1: they both passed away so obituaries or people who died this year.
0: Deaths in 2021 is number one by a significant margin.
1: It's a short list, like a bulleted list of deaths that occurred that year.
0: It's a long-ass list, but yes, it's uh, notable deaths in 2021. It has nearly double the page views of the number two spot. Wow. 45 million. The biggest jump this year it had was because of DMX and Prince Philip. Those two events, uh, which I think happened maybe on the same day, April 9th. Does that sound right?
1: It was a sad day in history.
0: So some other notable deaths in 2021, Phil Spector, Norm Macdonald, Betty White died on literally December 31st, right before her 100th birthday. It's like so shitty in so many ways. Like she just needed to hold on for like 12 more hours and she would have made it. Uh, Well, she still would have died, but...
1: The added strike to make 2021 a steaming pile of poop.
0: So that article has all the notable people, too many to name, but it got me curious. How many people die every year in the world? And I looked it up. How many people do you think died in 2021? And of all people, not just notable people, like every person on Earth.
1: 280 million.
0: 60 million died Mm. worldwide, which is the highest year of deaths in human history. Which on one hand sounds like terrible, the most ever, but on the other hand, we have more people than ever before. Right. However, I I would have expected twenty twenty to be deadlier because of COVID, but
1: what I would like to see is the comparison what's the percentage ratio of every year. So how many people died, and then what's that percent to the total population in the world? And then you're looking at apples to apples.
0: I don't have that handy, but I do have handy how many people were born. In I knew I was gonna be
1: disappointed in hashtag Nick's notes and here we hey. are. We have arrived.
0: Well, at least it's the very end of the episode at number one, right?
1: I've been disappointed throughout, but this is the first time I've had the courage to voice it out loud. (laughs) The
0: courage, yeah. Okay. Well, we'll see if you're invited back on the show. But listen, 60 million people died last year, but 140 million babies were born, which was also a world record. Okay. And that's something else. Like, I I know there's more people than ever before, but I thought there was this big movement of like, you know, young people are having kids less so than they used to. But But I think
1: that's only in certain countries.
0: Yeah. Which, that's my next point. Yeah. I I think think it's more so for
1: Western modernized countries. But even those, I think the rates differ a lot in between developed first world countries.
0: I think you're spot on, Bub. Well, that's number one. So we did it.
1: That is super interesting. I would not anticipate that a list of people who died in 2021 would be the most viewed Wikipedia page. That is super interesting.
0: I think it has a lot to do with like someone searches DMX, right? Because DMX dies. And then on DMX's Wikipedia page, somewhere, there's a link that's... You know how Wikipedia does that. It says, like, see also, and there's a bunch of links. And one of them is, like, deaths other people that died in 2021. That's my best guess on why it's always so high. So many celebrities die every year that it leads to people searching those celebrities. And then for every one of those celebrities, they all have a link back to deaths in that year.
1: Right. And as a person who doesn't spend too much time on Wikipedia... What I will say is I use it for reference for list type things or collections or chronological releases of films or books and so, the list of deaths, I mean, it makes sense now that, you know, like you said, now that you've told me.
0: Let's go back through the top 10, but before I'm going to actually go all the way back to 25 and I'll, I'll hit those quick, but I thought it might be cool. To, <laughs> really, this is the show. Listen, this is the Nick. show is coming on here and learning lists, right? uh, Buster. <laughs> right. The top 25 most viewed Wikipedia pages... Of the year 2021. 25, Prince Charles of Wales. 24, a movie I did actually see in theaters, Godzilla vs. King Kong. Oh, come on. What?
1: You'll miss Spider-Man Far From Home, but you go see Godzilla vs. King Kong? You're telling me you didn't know how that one was going to end?
0: Millions of people went and saw that movie, Buster. It wasn't just me. I wasn't the only one in the theater. And I also (laughs) did it for my (laughs) four-year-old son. I hope that's okay. Number 23 is someone also from Wales, Princess Diana, who's been dead for almost 20 years. I don't know why she's up here, but I guess because maybe Prince Philip died. 22 is Tom Brady. 21, The Country of India. 20, The Movie, No Time to Die. Number 19, the film Eternals. Did not see it. Will never see it. Number 18, List. Speaking of List, The List of Marvel Cinematic Universe Films. Well, oh, that's speaking of people be a long... who have
1: been overwhelmed, jumping back in, they want to get started, they want a refresher before mm-hmm. they see the next film. I mean, I can see that.
0: 17, another movie, Shang-Chi, or is it shang Chai, and the Legend of the Ten Rings. Didn't see it. Number 16, Lionel Messi. Do you know who that
1: mm. is? Do you know who that is, Nick? No. He is another highly sought after, very highly skilled, highly paid, highly endorsed football player. Like Mr. Ronaldo,
0: I just looked him up. Not bad looking either. Give Mr. Ronaldo a run for some money.
1: I don't think so. I don't even put him in the same category. And I'm offended you would say something like that.
0: Actually, it depends on the picture. Because some pictures he looks pretty good. And other pictures he looks like, I don't know. Not good. 15 is Dune, the film. 14 is Afghanistan. That makes sense because of everything that happened there. 13 is the 2020 Summer Olympics. 12 is something you did watch, WandaVision. 11, God's Country, the United States. And now the top 10. 10, Donald Trump. Donnie T. 9, Joe Biden. Joey Joey B. B. 8, the UEFA Euro 2020. Football. Football, I'm told. 7, Prince Philip. Living Zombie. 6, Cristiano Ronaldo, McDonald.
1: Sexy Soccer Player.
0: 5, Spider-Man No Way Home.
1: Excellent film, probably, but haven't seen it ourselves.
0: Four, Squid Game. Need to see it. Three, Elon Musk.
1: Curious, Revolutionary.
0: Yeah, this is getting worse and worse here. Two, Queen Elizabeth II. Still ruling somehow. Was she ruling? I mean, in name, no, on paper, she's ruling. She's not doing shit. No, no, no.
1: I guess I should say um, still sitting on the crown, I guess.
0: Still sitting there still uh, propped up to be made to look alive for press events. And number one, by a significant margin, deaths in the year 2021.
1: Taking the longest nap possible.
0: Well, that's it. The top 10 pages of Wikipedia. Buster, how do you think you did?
1: I think I did all right. I definitely struggled there at the beginning, but once we got rolling, I, I felt okay. Once we hit some of those categories, people, entertainment, pop culture, but I would have never, ever, ever guessed number one.
0: Well, it's fortunate for you and the listeners that you had someone so skilled in top 10-ish lists to guide you along your way.
1: Who is that? I is there somebody else been on the call or?
0: <laughs> yes, please meet our producer. Me. It's me.
1: Nice one. So, it's you are Nick, you are Brandon, and you are the producer. And I'm as you well. as well. And oh, you're-, you're me too. Yeah. Yes. Hmm.
0: Well, Buster, I can't let you go without... Making you listen to podcast reviews about a podcast that you've never been on before today. Let's do that. But just so the <laughs> listeners know, uh huh. at some point,
1: I, my own review was read early on in the show's history. Oh,
0: that's true. But you didn't go so, by Buster, so they don't know wh- which one it was.
1: Nope, because Buster's my nickname and I'm not telling you my real name until maybe next time.
0: <laughs> oh, great. Listen in suspense, <laughs> listeners. Maybe next time. When he's on, he'll tell you his real name.
1: So, next time wow. I'll host the list and it'll be a top 10 list of possible names for me. And then you have to guess which one's oh, my real name. that sounds
0: so great. That sounds awesome. I already know the real name, so it's going to be over quickly.
1: It's going to be the most <laughs> downloaded episode of Tinish History.
0: I think you're Rumpelstiltskin over there. Well, Okay, well, here's these podcast reviews. I read podcast reviews every week. If you want me to read yours, then be like Buster. And go write a review on Apple. You can also write a review on Podchaser or on Good Pods. Any of those places, I'll find it and I'll read it eventually. The first one comes from Ryan on Apple Podcasts, and he says, Definitely in my top three, top ten shows!
1: How many top ten shows are out there that he can put you in the top three? Well, there's at least three. I've never heard of another top ten show besides yours.
0: I hadn't known of any when we started the show. Since then, I've noticed two or three, but... We're in good company, I guess. Ryan, thank you for the review.
1: Have you ever reached out to any of the other top ten podcasts and said, hey, if you don't quit, then you might have some dead animals showing up on your front door next
0: week? <laughs> dead animals? God, you're on a roll tonight, Buster. We've got to get you back. I have one more review to read. It's from Pod Chaser. It's from Lexi Jade 46 There's some exclamation points here, so Turn your volume down. There's going to be some yelling. I've learned so many fun facts that I never would have if not for the Tennis Podcast. I also love a good laugh.
1: Keep up the good work.
0: Thank you, Lexi.
1: Now, what is your stance in exclamations in formal work style emails? Mm -hmm. Do you ever include an an exclamation? Do you only put in one? Sometimes I find myself only allowing one. And then choosing one, which, yes. which sentence is going to get the exclamation. Isn't that strange?
0: It's a great question. You know, early in my career, when I started sending work emails, I never used exclamation points because I thought and maybe was even told it was unprofessional. Now I find it's a good way, you know, when you, you can't necessarily use emojis, I guess you can, but most people don't. So like, how do you express excitement or, you know, good naturedness? Sometimes an exclamation point can serve that purpose, but you only use one at a time. and Strategically, I just re- recently rewatched the
1: episode of Seinfeld where Elaine gets into a fight with her boyfriend over the exclamation marks. I love and that. And he's like, I'd put one at the sentence like here and right here. <laughs>
0: thought it was perfect. <laughs> That's Elaine, yes. Yeah.
1: Oh, she said that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You know, our mutual friend Kent Buster knows more about Seinfeld than anyone I know. And so he's going to come on and do a guest Tennis Pod Plus bonus episode with me this month on Seinfeld. Perfect. Yep. I'm, I'm excited for it. We haven't recorded it yet, but it will come out within the next month. So
1: Well, as long as Kent talks more than you, then I know it's going to be a good episode.
0: God, I hope so, because I'm sick of talking. I did all the work and all the heavy lifting on this episode. Hmm. Buster. Nick. I busted your balls quite a bit here, but I sincerely appreciate you coming on. It was a lot of fun. You bet.
1: Thank you for having me. It's been an honor. I can't believe I'm sitting in the seat. Sitting in the sidekick
0: seat. It's been great. We hope to have Brandon back soon, but if not, then we know we can always have Buster back on. So thank you, and thanks everyone for listening. If you enjoyed this episode or have any feedback for me or for Buster, uh, I can share it with him. Send it to me. Send it to tennishpod at gmail.com, or you can also send me a direct message on Twitter or on Instagram. You can find me on those at the Nick E M E L. But I want to know what you think of this Brandonless frontier we're on. What can we do better? What's missing? Let me know. And thanks so much for listening. I'll be back with a different sidekick host next week for episode 161. I won't tell you who this sidekick host is and I won't tell you the list, but I will tell you it is in the true crime realm and it is a true crime podcast host and you're going to enjoy it.
1: Just in time for Valentine's Day.
0: Yes, sir. All right, Buster, I'm going to let you go. Thanks again and I'll see everyone next week.
1: All right, goodbye.